0: hello 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 everyone reggie reglas here and i am back figured out what the problem was gotta love technology anyway today we will be talking about caregiving and the quiet storm All right, anyway, hello, everyone, Reggie Reckless here again with uh, the Caregiving Secrets podcast, uh, part of Reg- Reckless Digital Productions, and where we're serving caregivers and helping them live longer and live stronger. You know, um, this topic is one that's very close to my heart because uh, I dealt with this personally, And I constantly have to remind myself, uh, you know, to succeed over this this particular thing. So when I was growing up, I don't know whether, uh, you know, how many people that are listening today or going to listen later are from New York. But when I was growing up, there was a show, a radio show by an announcer, um, Frankie Crocker, that was his name, Frankie Crocker, the great Frankie Crocker. And I believe his show was called, I believe this was his show, it was called The Quiet Storm. And that show, uh, it was a music. WBLS was the radio station. Uh, the music was, uh, you know, romantic music, slow music. So that's why they called it the Quiet Storm. And he would come on with this Frankie Cro- Crocker and the Quiet Storm. And he had, you know, Frankie Crocker had a, a fantastic voice, and uh, you know, you you could you knew him from anyone else. Anyway. What he was talking about with a quiet storm was something that was actually positive. It was quiet and it was a storm. When you're a caregiver, when I'm talking about talking about the silent storm, this is not positive. And this is what I want to share with you. the 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 silent part of the silent storm that we're talking about today, <coughs> excuse me, has nothing at all to do with the decibel level of the storm. The storm is loud. What is silent? What ends up being silenced is the caregiver. The caregiver is silent and silenced. So that's the quiet part of the quiet storm. And that is what we wanna talk about today. Because as a caregiver, There are many, many storms, and a lot of these storms are horrific. I mean, there's thunder, there's lightning, there's rain, there's flooding. I mean, this storm in your life is is overwhelming, and yet you as a caregiver many times are quiet. And what I mean by that is you don't share it with anybody. You keep it to yourself. And it ends up being something that will kill you. It will take you out of here or it'll make you sick. So the silence of the silent storm, you gotta break out of that. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to you about why you may be doing that and also things you can do to help yourself. So again, I care about you and I want you, like me as a caregiver, To be healthy, to be strong, to live long, to live your best life, not after, not only after you know you're finished with your caregiving duty, be it, you know, depending on how that happens, but even during it. So let's um let's talk about this for a minute. Why are you quiet when you're going through a storm? Well, for me. I'll tell you a story. When I was growing up, I was always taught, and not just by my immediate family, but even my community. I was always taught that you, what happens at home, you can repeat it with me, stays at home, right? What happens at home stays at home. You don't tell anybody about it. You don't you don't share it with other people. And it's different in different communities, but that's what I was taught in my community. So this begins to be extremely dangerous, dangerous for you as a caregiver, because for you as a caregiver, if you are going through a storm, a hard time with your caregiving duties or just with life, and if you're quiet, this type of the type of pressure that we have as caregivers is immense and it is misunderstood and you are misunderstood, right? So you cannot keep it in. So one reason you may be keeping it in is because that's how you were taught. Another reason you may be keeping it to yourself being quiet during this storm is because you've tried to share before. You've tried to tell people, You tried to tell your family members, you tried to tell your friends, you know, what was really going on and they didn't hear you or they said it can't be that hard or they just didn't. They didn't understand they did or they didn't listen or they listened the first time. And next time you called, they didn't take your call. They listened a few times and they stopped taking your calls. So you learned from interacting, trying to share that. You know, you you that people don't really care. That is the lesson that you took from it. There, there are other lessons. You shouldn't take that lesson from it. There, I can I can help you with that. But that's another reason you may not be sharing. You may not be sharing just because you're a private person. Maybe that's why you're staying silent during this storm. Okay. So maybe you're just, you know, I, I don't share things with people. Maybe that's what you think. And so you don't tell anybody. So th- th- those, are, those are just three reasons. Another reason might be simply because you are not able to articulate what you're dealing with. It is so personal and it is so horrible that you can't even tell anybody how hard and difficult and challenging this thing is. So that may be another reason why, why you're being silent through this storm of caregiving. So what I want to do is encourage you today to do a couple of things because uh, number one, if you continue to hold this in and not share this this challenge that you're having with caregiving with anybody else by at least speaking about it and getting help, it's not going to be good right, eventually it's gonna take its toll on you, no matter how strong you are, right? I'm a strong person, you're a strong person, right? We're strong people. Only strong people take on caregiving duties like this. So you're strong and you see yourself as strong. That is the image that you have of yourself. Yet, let me just share with you that caregiving will break you down, right? Because you are caring for another human being and you're caring for them at a level that most people don't care for others at, right? So give yourself some grace. This is difficult. This is almost seemingly impossible to do. And I know other people don't get it because they're not caregiving, right? But you get it, you get it. So let me give you some tips that I think will um, help you. And these are not all the tips, um, but that will help you to uh, begin to not make this a silent storm. You uh, and not be silent in the storm. Tip number one. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use this this little thing for my test. Actually, it should say tip and not next topic. But this is this. Uh, it's okay. I like the music. So tip number one, no matter what area you're dealing, no matter what your caregiver, your care, the person that you're caregiving for, no matter what they are suffering with, there is most likely some type of association or some type of group that you can reach out to to share what's going on. I found this out when I was first caregiving and I I, I really care about all uh, caregivers and especially the new ones because a lot of them don't know this, right? And and don't know that they can share with other people. So, when I first started out with caregiving, I did do it myself and you know, I did try to reach out to people and, and people just didn't understand. It's okay. I don't judge anybody like that, but folks just didn't understand so i had to find uh or i found out about caregiving groups groups of people that get together either virtually or physically or both and they share what's going on with them in terms of caregiving and i it was a community and i was just amazed at how much better i felt when i could share things and people automatically got it, even when I couldn't properly, you know, um, articulate it. Right? There were times, guys, that I could not at- articulate what was happening to me. I couldn't. I couldn't. Sh- I couldn't get the right words out, and yet the group knew, right? And sometimes there's an association too. So for me, for what my mom is dealing with, I. Found out about the Alzheimer's Association, and I found that they had a way that you could call an eight hundred number that was 24 four seven that you could call, and the people there are amazing. So I would call, and uh, I started. I got help, and and when I'm talking about not being able to articulate something, here's something that that may help you. Okay, so we're still on tip number one. This may help you when I was uh, first dealing with what was happening to my mom, I, I was dealing with a certain type of sadness that I could not explain. And I called, I talked to other people, nobody really understood what I was trying to say. And right, so I would I began to take it inside and be quiet during this storm, suffering in silence. <laughs> but when I talked to the Alzheimer's Association, they gave me a name for what I was dealing with. And when they gave me the name, oh, my goodness, what a relief I had. It was amazing just knowing that there was a name for it right? And it was called anticipatory grief. Wow, never heard about that. Never knew what that was, but that's what I was dealing with, right? But had I continued to be quiet during the storm, I would never have been relieved of that, right? So then once I knew there was a name, then I could begin to research it. So it was called anticipatory grief. So that sadness that I was feeling was not just my my mom had not, and thank God she has not, passed away. Yet I was losing a piece of her and anticipating what was the next piece that I was going to lose. You know, what was the next function that she was not going to be able to do? And so that's where the sadness was coming from. So anticipatory grief, it's a real thing. But again, had I been quiet, I wouldn't have known about it. right. So what are you being quiet about that simply by telling the right person you can get an answer to and get some relief? So that's tip number one to reach out to um, to either, you know, join caregiving groups, support groups, caregiving support groups. And they, they have all different kinds. Or if there's an association that deals with what your loved one is dealing with. And they have a hotline or something like that, a support line, please make you, please use that. All right. So that's tip number one. Tip number two I'm not going to use the topic thing, guys. Tip number two is I know you tried to talk to your family and I know you tried to talk to your friends, but one of the things that you may want to do is create what's called a care group. And I learned about this from um, someone actually that spoke um, on this podcast, Katie Newby, and um, she uh, gave me this, and it was it's fantastic. And what you do is you do call the people that are in your life, but instead of just telling them what the issue is first, start saying something like this to them: "Hey, listen, I know you may have heard." that my loved one is going through this and I'm giving them care. Listen, I need some support. And there's a lot of ways you can support. Would you be willing? And in this case, we're talking about you know being able to talk. Would you be willing to sort of be a sounding board? You don't have to come up with the answers because some people don't speak with you because they think they have to come up with the answers and they don't have them and it's uncomfortable. So you can say to them, would you be like a sounding board for me? Uh, can I just share some things with you when I'm going through and you can give me the times that it would be okay for me to call you. I promise, you know, to do my best not to lay it all (laughs) on you, but I do want to share these things with you when they come up. So that's another thing that you can do that. So that's tip number two, tip number three is going to seem, you know, maybe esoteric, or you may say I'm being too spiritual, but look, I'm a a spiritual person. The, The next tip is to, if you don't already do it, please pray. Please spend time with your higher power. You know, mine is God and Christ, right? I'm a Christian. So whatever your higher power is, or whoever they are, spend some time speaking and and getting this out of out of you share it right because you praying and asking for help will will help you move through this right and there are a lot of storms when you're a caregiver so you can't be quiet during these storms well i've talked a lot i have more to say But I don't want to make this podcast way too long. So I hope that this was helpful for you. Just in terms of review, quiet storms happen to caregivers. There are a lot of things that may be happening to you. It could be something financial happening because of the caregiving. It could be emotionally that you're struggling because of the caregiving. It could be simply that you're overwhelmed with the caregiving duties. It could be physical because you have to lift your care, the person that you're caring for. And, and, and so it is a storm for you because your body is aching. It could be any of those different things, right? But what I'm saying to you, my friend, is get some help. Get some help, number one, association. Talk to an association, you know, find an association, or a caregiving support cr- group. Please get the help that way. Two, create your own support group, your caregiving support group, with your family members, your friends. Call them. Tell them. Uh, you know, don't don't start by telling them what the problem is. Start by saying, "Hey, listen, I'm forming a support group, a care a care group. You know what's going on with my loved one. I'd like to be able to speak with you." and I have other people, so so get four or five of them because listen, you are carrying this burden alone, but guess what, you taking that whole burden and putting it on someone else, it's not gonna work. I just found that to be true. You have to give pieces of it to different people. I'm telling you, this is wisdom here because I, I know this. I tried to give it to one person and you know, they, of course they stopped calling you, it's too much for them. So you give it, to you give pieces of it to different people something that you know different people can handle. You know what your friends and your loved ones can handle and you know what they can't. Right? So you you need to do it like that. That's tip number 2. Tip number 3, and I have more, but we're going to stop this broadcast because we're already at 18 minutes. Uh tip number 3 is to pray. Get into prayer. Use scripture. Get into prayer. Get some get some spiritual help. You cannot carry this quietly anymore by yourself. You can't go through this by yourself. Caregiving is a group activity, and it may not be a group activity in terms of somebody helping you caregive, but it's a group activity in, in terms of your support. Please, I'm almost pleading with you because I feel like, because um, I'm sensitive like that, I feel like there's somebody that's listening to this that has been trying to do this on their own, suffering quietly and just not knowing why they're feeling the way that they're feeling. Well, I'm here to share with you, my friend, that I can feel right now that this is your answer. Please get some help, right? Don't continue to try to do this alone because it was not meant for you to do that, right? I love you for taking care of your loved one. I love you for that. I I applaud you, celebrate you for doing that. That is a wonderful thing that you're doing. Please know that. But I also implore you and ask you to please don't continue trying to do it alone. Don't suffer quietly. Get some help, association help, Uh, help by putting together a support group, prayer, get into scripture. You know, uh, you have to do that, my friend. I can feel you. Don't give up. Don't give up, my friend. Whoever you are that's hearing this, I don't want you to give up. I want you to make it and you can get some help, okay? Reach out. There's support out there, all right? And take advantage. I, I do have some, some things that you can take advantage of, self-care, self um, uh products and things like that and you can click on any of my links and get that help too these are programs that will help you but no matter where you get your help from what i'm asking you to do is get help and please don't give up don't give up on yourself don't give up on the loved one continue to make it take it day by day sometimes you're gonna have to take it hour by hour when you're going through these storms sometimes you're gonna have to take it listen There were days, my friend, that I had to take it minute by minute. What I mean by that is I would help my loved one and then I would pray for a minute. I would help my loved one for a minute and pray for a minute. Sometimes I had to do that. I would help my loved one for 15 minutes and then I'd have to get on the phone and call somebody, right, and get some support, get some help. Sometimes I just had to take a break. So that is my... um. My talk to you today, I hope that that was helpful to you. Stay tuned. As I mentioned to you, I am going to have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful national speaker coming on. And I'm working on another national speaker because people just want to help and want to share with you their experiences and things that can get you through this hard time. And hard yet enjoyable, right? Because I want you to thrive while caregiving. All right, Reggie Regulus here. Uh, Hope that you're having a wonderful day and stay strong, my friends. Have a great one.